Welcome to the Absite Smackdown podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, Absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome back. It's me, your host, Jess, of Absite Smackdown podcast. With me, my two favorite gentlemen, Dr. K and Dr. Colton Lee. Hello, boys. I missed your faces. Hi, how you been? Good. Long time no see there. I think that's uh, good that you uh, got some rest in there. That really ties in with our, our theme today, which what is our theme, Dr. K? Well, Jessica, in the pre-planning meeting, we talked all <laughs> about how important rest and recovery is. And so the theme for today and the topic for the rest of the podcast is rest and recovery after uh, taking the absite and all that study work. Right, exactly. So, Dr. Lee, since we haven't seen your shining face in a while, and I know that you took your app site, tell me what you did. Fill us in. Yeah, so every year, obviously, we have the build up to the app site, and we're, you know, studying, 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 especially in the last few weeks. Uh, take it and you have this relief. It's almost like when Dr. K published the new version, he just had a weight off his shoulders. Yeah. Um, and so I took a little bit of time. I actually have a vacation coming up uh, next week to go to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Um, so it won't be really restful, but it'll be restful for my soul to uh, get some good food and, <laughs> and have fun. Um, but just enjoying the weekend and sleeping in as much as I can, uh, and get some good cases in at work. So it's been good. So besides that, though, do you have any things that you found, because this wasn't your first time to take the app site, that you feel like was really important afterwards to do for yourself, um, just to make sure that not only are you staying in track, but you're like healing yourself? Um, do you have anything that you would suggest for the other residents listening right now? Yeah, so... Actually, every year, my program, we have a decompressive meeting uh, where we just all kind of go and get a drink or have some food afterwards. Um, obviously, you're not allowed to share any of the content of the test itself with anyone else. It's all protected information. Uh, but it's nice just to sit around with people and say, you know, we're done with another year. Um, did everyone have a good experience, bad experience? How do you feel about it? And then what are our plans for the next year and how are we going to kind of enjoy our time? Uh, so that's important, first of all. Uh, second of all, time you know, with family and friends outside of work. Uh, and I have one guilty pleasure that I partake in, and that is getting a massage every month. Uh, so nice, uh, after being hunched over the operating room table, to go and uh, get a massage and, and kind of release some endorphins and, and get to feeling better. I think you're not the only surgeon that has that guilty pleasure. I would say that's a pretty common thing i'm surprised hospitals don't just have a masseuse on staff just be nice it would be nice. that that all the doctors and all the massages it would take but yeah what about you dr k i know you're old school i know you're gonna have a different answer for the way you <laughs> handle things i'm ready for it i'm ready let's do um, it i i don't even know what to say about it because uh i think it is super important to decompress after you study all year i think it's healthy and I think it kind of breaks things up. And, you know, the day I took the absite and that night, uh, you know, I would kind of relax. But I have no other word for it uh, besides kind of maniacal. I was maniacal about it. I would finish uh, the absite and then, you know, night off. The next day I'd be like, okay, um, I spent all this time studying for this this year. Uh, what am I going to do this coming year? I would kind of plan 
for what I was going to do. And because my, my big approach was um, every day a little better than yesterday. And almost like I look to make it a part of the study for the website, a part of my everyday routine. And that's part of why I, I partnered with you guys when you asked me to help with this book uh, to kind of put out content every day. Because my approach was to kind of try to make the test obsolete. Didn't matter if you gave me the website one day, three months later, whatever. Um, I just tried to have it so much a part of what I did that that it was just kind of um, made the test uh, kind of obsolete. I tried actually to sort of just not study exactly for the test, but study on an ongoing basis. I don't know if that approach was the healthiest. I'm not really sure. Um, And then the last thing I'll share is I would think, I just did all this studying for this. One day, I would really like to package all this studying and share it with other people as a book. And I would kind of think about that. And I'm just so happy that all these years later, here it is. Uh, It's really fulfilling. The Absite Smackdown podcast is based on the best-selling review book, Absite Smackdown. The only Absite review with an entire video review course included. Visit AbsiteSmackdown.com and pick it up today. I just think... I mean, from just our professional relationship, when I've seen, you don't, you're that kind of person that never stops, like you never stop. And so I find it amusing because what you're saying right now, that, that pretty much goes along with who you are now. And it seems like you haven't changed, but then when you oversaw programs and your residents, you did not tell them to do what you did. So <laughs> um, I think one of the things that's really important is to help uh, Colton's generation uh, and kind of all the people we train to be better than we are. Uh, right. That means giving them better tools than we had, um, digesting things down in a way that facilitates them studying and makes it easier. So, yeah, I would hope that they don't have to do what I did. Uh, and, you know, maybe they shouldn't. Uh, their data now to say, Uh, You know, intermittent reinforcement is the way to go. There's a thing called the forgetting curve, which Mm -hmm. we knew about even when I was in school and in residency. And that is intermittent reinforcement works better. So I think really the goal is to make sure everybody after us does better than we did, especially as information, the total amount of information in the world doubles every four months or so. It's more than we can deal with. And if we don't have better tools to figure it out, uh, you know, it'll just crush us. So I, I really can't say enough about it's probably good that uh, you see improvement in what people, uh, since my time in residency, what people do. Right. Every four months. That sounds really overwhelming. I, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss right now for me because that's that's a lot to deal with. So speaking on that, like what he said, Dr. Lee, do you feel like you have a similar thought process as Dr. K or you are thinking about when you're more in his position, what the people behind you will do. And because I know that you, (laughs) you have a lot of responsibility in your program. You know, you're not just a resident. You have a lot on your shoulders. You're helping, you're guiding, you're doing all of that. Is that in your head as you move forward and what you're thinking about? Yeah, I think it's important, uh, especially as even in my limited experience, whether, whenever interns are taking a test, um, that they don't really know what they're walking into 100%. So you do your best to prepare them to, to understand what's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the test, as far as making it obsolete, you know, we're trying to train smart surgeons that are capable and safe. 
Uh, and sometimes someone who does well in a test or doesn't do well in a test doesn't necessarily dictate whether they're a good, safe, smart surgeon. Right. Uh, I think that in you know 15 or 20 years, we're going to be doing things a lot different uh, one way or another. Uh, as far as how we evaluate our residents uh, and, you know, what's required to graduate surgery residency. And I'm excited to be a part of that. Um, I will say, uh, touching back on Dr. K's uh, point about how he doesn't really have any quit in him and he just kind of keeps going and going and going. It feels wasteful to, uh, to kind of train and train and train for this marathon. And then you run the marathon and you just stop running for six months. That doesn't seem like the way that, that, you know, you should really approach it. So, I feel like I know more right now than I did any point in the last five years. Right. Uh, and so why not keep building on it, keeping it up? Um, and I think everyone's just different. Everyone has a different style and we need to recognize that, uh, that each person is going to learn in their own way. Well, I want to just add two things uh, to what Colton said. First, I, I don't mean to have super long arms and pat myself on the back. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> You know, he said, oh, it doesn't have any quit in him and all this stuff. I don't know about all that. Yeah, but that's but I, our words, not yours, Dr. Well, <laughs> what I do know is uh, my goal is to be consistent and improve over time. You know, there are some schools of thought that it's 1% improvement over time. And if you improve 1% every day, you end up in a whole better world by the time you're done. So I would like to think of it more that way than this kind of... Um, never quit, never give up thing. I mean, look, there are some, you don't want to just throw good time after bad on stuff either. And so there's some balance between making good choices and uh, working consistently, et cetera. I do want to add one more thing. uh, And that is that we talked about how information doubles over time. And I think that's why one of the most important things we try to focus on now in education is competency. We train a lot now to volume, how many cases we've done, et cetera. And the holy grail and what we're learning more and more is how to make sure we train residents uh, to be excellent, uh, continued future colleagues who are competent at what they do. And now the program director's signature is a very personal assurance that, hey, hey, these guys are pretty good and I signed off on them and you know I was trained as a surgeon and I'm telling you, they're pretty good. Uh, we're going to have surrogates more and more in the future, more surrogates for how we know residents are competent and uh, how we've made, we've made sure. So I just wanted to pick up on that as Colton sort of hit on it. Uh, and la- uh, the last thing associated with it is, I think, training in decision-making, how we decide things, how we decide safely is more and more important rather than brute force volume uh, and just doing a lot of it. Again, information doubles so quickly that the focus needs to be on how to use information, have a critical mass of information, and how to decide well. Uh, That's my two cents on it. The Absite Smackdown Podcast. Visit the Smackdown at absitesmackdown.com. Dr. K, thinking of critical decision-making, one of the podcasts we did before, we were going over like your favorite books for studying and using. Wasn't one of the books based on critical thinking and decision-making. It was one of your favorites, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, Surgical Decision-Making, McIntyre. Mm-hmm. It's in its, I think still is, is, is in its second edition. Um, it's mm-hmm. fantastic, especially for uh, the certification, the oral exam. Uh, I will share, though, that um, there are other things that focus on how we practice and mental models, which are not typically thought of as being in the surgical, strict surgical core curriculum. Um, There's some things about peak performance and some research about how we learn things 
uh, and some terms like proper practice. So in the residencies I've been a part of, we focus on this idea of proper practice. Uh, and there's just a bunch of research on it for how to achieve uh, competency. So it's really a whole interesting field, not just specific to surgery. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So Dr. Lee, um, <laughs> when you go to Mardi Gras, not to change the subject, but I'm pretty excited about this. So I've never been to Mardi Gras. What is the number one thing that you're going to do to decompress, to celebrate getting through this outside? Food, 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 food. I love food <laughs> in New Orleans. Um, I live, actually, I grew up not too far from um, New Orleans. So I'm going to get to see some family members, see some friends that are coming into town from all over, everywhere from Atlanta. Um, I'm in Vegas. We have friends from California coming in. So it's going to be awesome to all get together and uh, celebrate. They kind of know what I've been going through with uh, residency. And, you know, no one really understands residency or the abside unless they take it themselves. Right. Um, but they do have a hint of what's going on. So I'm excited just to sit down, uh, have a drink, and eat some good Southern Creole food. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, let me give you a recommendation. There's a place called the Carousel Bar. If you haven't heard of it, uh, maybe you have. Okay, <laughs> definitely uh, check it out. It's just super cool, and uh, some, you know, some really interesting cocktails were kind of invented there. At least that's the myth, and just a, a real neat thing to see. So you're nodding. You must have heard of it or been there. Definitely check it out again. It's super cool. There are not many places in New Orleans that I have not stepped foot in. <laughs> he has the past better, you don't know about Dr. K, like a whole for, thing to Dr. Colton Lee that will. Yeah. Then yeah <laughs> for better or for worse yeah. <laughs> well i don't want to just like completely change the subject but i did want to tell everybody um a publishing company we've done something kind of new we have something coming out so um if you're a regular follower of us you know that we did a huge conference right before the app site um where we just hit all of the main points of our um our online review, all of our stuff. We had a bunch of different speakers. We had like over 200 people come. It was like seven time zones or something. It was just crazy. It was great. And we have recorded it so that if you were on call or you were doing surgery, you could step away and then come back and be able to log right back in. And so we have this great conference and we decided, well, those people that didn't know about it, maybe you're late to come to our team. You didn't know we were there, but now you've missed it. Well, we're going to offer it as a webinar. And um, Dr. K, did you get the email? I mean, I just let you know today. So I, don't, I know you're busy. And it's just, uh, I, didn't, I don't know if you even opened it. So I, No, I, not only did I open it, but I saw the uh, page where you guys have it set up. Um, I think you all shared three talks from it that are free right. sample talks. Yeah. And you can go there and check those out. Uh, I like that it incorporates questions. And I would just share this. These are just sort of the highlights. Uh, this is not exhaustive, like the full video course that comes with the book. Right. But these are excellent highlights. Um, they're high yield. Uh, and um, I, I mean, it, I just think it went really well. And, and I, I rewatched Dr. Colton Lee's uh, talk, one of his talks. Yeah. Uh, and it, it hit pretty much all the classic absite highlights. So um, I think it's really well, uh, well deployed. It's clear. Uh, you have it set at a price that is not prohibitive, which you know is what I always push for. Let's let's help uh, the most residents we can and keep it keep the cost down. So, um, really very good, and uh, I think it's a thumbs up for the highlights uh, for the absite 
reasonable to work it into the uh, year-long study plan. Well, Dr. Lee, how do you feel you're now immortalized forever on video? People can buy it, two talks, listen to you. What do you, yeah. how do you feel about that? <laughs> First of all, careful what you put on the internet because it never goes away. And <laughs> second, I think this is... I think it's an awesome resource. Uh, if you know you're a resident, even if you're an intern, you can listen to a lecture a week. Use that lecture to to then teach your medical students what's important on thyroid or this or that. Um, and it'll kind of help reinforce that information for you. And just do one a week, and in this twenty minutes, thirty minute lecture, it's not very long, uh, and it'll make you look like you're brilliant and a great teacher to uh, your medical students or your junior residents. Uh, and so you can get that teaching award at the end of the year. Yeah, it'll give you a leg up, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, guys, I'm so glad to see your faces and get to record with you again. It's been a minute, but I am glad, Dr. Lee, that you got a little downtime, that you got to take a break, and I'm excited for your vacation next week. Hopefully, I haven't seen everyone in a while, basically, since the site, so I'm going to have to check in. And uh, Dr. K, anything you want to add in here before we say goodbye? No, I would just share with everybody, once <laughs> you're decompressed, uh, you know, I, I don't know that you have to do kind of what I did, but I do recommend taking a second to think about spreading what you're learning over time. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you are ready doing that critical mass of questions, so if you can work that in throughout the year, it's going to help you. And um, I can't say strongly enough, the way Jessica and the Project Smackdown team puts the content out, helps you do that across all the social media platforms, you know, when you're cruising Instagram, uh, or whatever TikTok now you showed me, yeah. <laughs> um, you, can, you, you can look on there and it'll just find you for that one fact of the day, uh, just to get something in front of you. So I, you know, I can't say strongly enough how useful that can be. Yeah, the interns have to run the TikTok. That's a little uh, I've aged out of that. So we have our interns doing that, and I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> not my skill set so yeah all right guys well thank you so much we will drop the link um so that you can find um you know the webinar and everything and thanks for tuning in and guys don't forget hashtag absite smackdown get more absite content in your daily routine visit us on instagram at daily.absite.fact on facebook at absite smackdown or linkedin at absite smackdown and you can catch the podcast on itunes spotify stitcher or any place you listen to your favorites don't forget our youtube channel absite smackdown